1: Today we're going to discuss the impact and growth of new media. Joining us is Steve Olsher, who's the founder and editor in chief at Podcast Magazine. Steve is a 30-year entrepreneur, and prior to founding Podcast Magazine, he was the original founder of Liquor.com, which he exited to IAC. He's the creator of the New Media Summit and Pod Expo, and is also the host of the top-rated podcast Renovation Radio and Beyond Eight Figures. Yesterday, Steve and I talked about how influencers and brands can leverage new media to generate visibility, leads, and revenue. And today, we're going to talk about how he recommends you can become an icon in your niche. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Steve Olsher, founder and editor-in-chief at Podcast Magazine. Steve, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Appreciate you having me.
1: Excited to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked a lot about sort of the value of new media and how, for some brands, they can create a media property that is valuable in and of itself. We really only focus on monetizing our podcast content through sponsorship here at the MarTech Podcast, but a lot of brands are using it essentially as the Trojan horse. They're not only building a podcast, they've got courses and other revenue-generating opportunities Let's start off having the conversation about how that works by talking about how do you actually build enough influence to start driving people into your monetization net? How do you become an icon in your niche?
2: Yeah, a little bit of a cart before the horse type of scenario even just, you know, which comes first, right? And chicken or the egg. So it's definitely a struggle that a lot of the coaches and authors and speakers and podcasters and solopreneurs, small business owners have, right? I mean, it's just a matter of, I want to have a following, but I can't have a following unless I have a following, right? So it's just that whole game that so many of us play. So for us and what we've become very clear on and what we really help people do, it's all about elevated status, right? And elevated status takes place one tiny step at a time. And it's just like, if you want to build a skyscraper, obviously you got to build that thing one floor at a time. So what it really all begins with is just answering the fundamental question of what conversation do you most want to be a part of? Like you have to be able to answer that question and be able to nail that down in just a couple of words, right? And for us, I'll give you an example, like the conversation that we most want to be part of is just simply the conversation and the word of podcasting. And the goal is for our names to come up in that conversation or my name or podcast magazine or whatever it might be for us to come up in that conversation, even when we're not in the room. So the idea of building influence, of building reach, of getting to the point of being in those conversations, even when you're not in the room, really begins by understanding what that conversation is and then connecting with people who are already in that conversation and creating your own unique framework and your own unique offerings that add value to people who want to be in that conversation as well, right? So... That's a very simple explanation of what to do. But ultimately, it all begins with understanding what that conversation is.
1: You know, it's funny to hear you talk about what the formula is. When I started the MarTech podcast, I was working as a marketing consultant, and I wanted to expand my consulting practice's reach. And so the strategy for me was to say, look, a lot of the companies I'm working with are marketing-driven technology companies. I'm going to go create the MarTech podcast. Now, there were other podcasts that were titled MarTech something or MarTech series, MarTech interviews. There was other MarTech content that was there, but my thought was, this is how I want to position myself. These are the type of companies I want to work with. And then I was able to leverage my personal network to start having some of those conversations. When people are trying to figure out what their niche is, it seems like you have a formula for not only figuring out what area they should talk about, but also how to brand themselves. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. personal branding important as opposed to branding yourself in the actual subject you want to be known for
2: i mean it's just really semantics right the idea here is that whatever your personal brand is it has to be intertwined with the market that you really want to make your dent in so when you think about it from the standpoint of who am i what is my personal brand or what market do i want to have the most impact in The personal brand itself for, as an example, like when we have podcast magazine, that in of itself is a brand, but it also represents the market, right? So, I mean, it's it's almost interchangeable. And what we have found is that too many people are positioning themselves in one particular way that isn't just absolutely brain dead evident in terms of the market that they most want to have impact on. So I'll just say from my experience that the first thing that most people need to take a look at is just very simply, is it crystal clear, based on the personal brand that you've developed, what market it is that you are particularly focused on? And just that simple question seems so fundamental, but it's so disjointed across the board.
1: I could not agree with you more. It's how we got to the title Martech podcast is we wanted people to search for the term Martech and we wanted to show up first. Yeah, smart. And I've advised other podcasters who are starting their show to do just that. You know, call your podcast what it is. A show about X. What is X? And then just have that be the title as opposed to, you know, there's two models here, right? Let me use two examples of very well-known podcasts. Smart Passive Income, right? That's describing what the podcast is about. And then there's Gary Vee. He has a personal brand that people know. And I think that a lot of time marketers or solopreneurs or podcasters, when they're trying to figure out how to brand themselves, they look at these two examples and they say, I'm not sure which one to go with. Do I actually make it the Ben Shapiro show? Ironically, there already is a Ben Shapiro show. It's political podcasting, not this show. And then there's the MarTech podcast. That was an easy decision for me. It sounds like you're in the camp of name it what it is about, not who you are.
2: Yeah. And you can get a little bit creative too, right? I mean, like one of the guys that we helped to brand and and really help clarify his market positioning and so on was a dentist of all things, right? This dentist who had been in business and practicing for almost 40 years Wanted to retire from that practice, but didn't want to give up all of the knowledge that he's attained over all of these years, and wanted to figure out how to leverage all that knowledge that he's attained over all these years. So we worked together to figure out exactly what his main goal and, and objective was, and, and that was to fill a twenty-five thousand dollar a year mastermind where he would help dentists create profitable practices. So we ended up branding him as the ten k a day dentist. Right? Interesting not straight up like, hey, I'm a dentist kind of thing, but creating that intrigue and interest about what it is that, that he's actually doing. And so his podcast called the 10K a Day Dentist then actually feeds into that mastermind and helps for him to, to be positioned as the dental practitioner who can help others generate $10,000 a day, but easily understood and yet also very unique and singular in scope.
1: So we have an understanding of how we're going to start branding to become an icon in your niche, but that's not where the buck stops. You have to actually produce the content, build an audience, build some influence. Walk me through some of the ways that you move beyond just getting into the app store with something that is appropriately titled to actually building some influence. A
2: great way to think about it is if you think about a bicycle wheel and how the wheel has all of these spokes. And the spokes connect to a center hub. One of the things that you really want to start thinking about and trying to achieve is becoming that hub of the wheel so that the various pieces of the vertical connect to you and help to reinforce your expertise and your status as that I kind of influence in your respective niche, right? So, When you start looking at building your influence, you got to start looking at who are the players that operate within your vertical and what can you create that supports your desire to be that icon in your niche, but also represents your blue ocean of opportunity where it's not just this huge crowded market of blood in the water, so to speak, where the red ocean lies, but that blue ocean of opportunity where now you can create something that is uniquely yours and ultimately is brandable and recognizable. That's how you begin building your influence in a particular niche, become that hub of the wheel. And if you can solve for that, that's really where the magic happens.
1: So part of what I'm inferring you're talking about is really content production and having not only enough volume of content that you're really answering people's questions, but building out a resource that people can rely on to understand that they can get answers in their given field. When you think about building the podcast, that's one piece of content. We publish content in this show seven days a week, got seven or 800 episodes that we've published over the two and a half years we've been producing our content. But there's also things like social media, repurposing your content, other ways that you can drive affinity, authority, respect, trust, and hopefully eventually following and revenue. When you think about leveraging your podcast content, are there other channels that you're also cultivating at the same time?
2: What I would say is there are different ways to be able to build that influence, to be able to leverage the content that you're creating hands down. But I do believe that most people, especially the solopreneurs out there, are trying to do too many things. So what I believe to be true and what we teach is focus on one, what we call core visibility strategy. And the problem is that so many people out there are just trying to leverage all of these shiny objects, all of these different platforms. They want to have a presence on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on a blog, you name it. Just identify what that core visibility strategy is going to be for you and put your heart and soul and your efforts into that particular medium. because. That's the way that you're going to be able to generate the type of visibility and generate the credibility and authority that you want, because otherwise you're just going to be spread way too thin.
1: Yeah, I think allocating your resources appropriately is important when you get good at podcasting and you start to build an audience and momentum in podcasting. Then you start thinking about putting something else in front of them, finding other ways to build and deepen that relationship with that audience, whether that's driving them to your website, whether it is having them become a follower on a different social media platform. There's always other things that you can ask as a call to action of the audience that you've built. You know, we focused here on building a LinkedIn following, for example, and eventually we're going to try to build out our website, have other products and services that we're going to offer that are our revenue drivers. Are there any other tips that you have for becoming an icon and building influence in a given niche?
2: If you think about the people that are going to benefit most from your expertise, it's super important to begin thinking about how can you most easily access the places where they gather? So what I would really encourage you to do is to develop real relationships with the other icons of influence in that particular niche who already control the ears, the eyes, the hearts of the people that you are most compelled to serve and the people that you most wanna reach. Because ultimately that's gonna be your fastest path to cash and you're gonna be able to get there in the most time-effective, cost-efficient means possible. So find the gatekeepers and do whatever you gotta do to work with them.
1: It was our biggest learning from 2020 amongst a lot of other things, but understanding how much influence somebody who is reaching out to be a guest has to figure out if you should prioritize having them as a guest. It was one of the ways that we expedited our growth last year and definitely something that we're trying to amplify this year. All right, Steve, I'm going to bring you back one more time. We're going to talk about going beyond just building influence and actually trying to make some money. And that wraps up this episode of the Martech podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Steve Ulcher, founder and editor-in-chief at Podcast Magazine. In part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow morning, Steve and I are going to wrap up the conversation by talking about how you can profit from podcasting. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Steve, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Steve Olsher. It's S-T-E-V-E-O-L-S-H-E-R. Or you can visit his company's website, which is podcastmagazine.com slash free. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. -J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.